It's the AT Cinema Club. Hello, everyone. I'm coming at the start of the episode uh, to regretfully inform me I'll be stepping down from the AT Cinema Club after that fucking horrendous did. intro. Anyway, did. welcome back. Episode 16, I think this is. 16, yes, it 16. is. Episode 16. On Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I'd never heard of this film until Harry planned it for this episode. Yes, I had I heard of it. Surprised. But uh, like many people through like social medias now of TikToks and things. Oh, right. Actually, really? Like, I've not seen it on TikTok. Equally, yeah. I'm not on TikTok. So. I mean, like, no, it's like a massive trend just... When you get <laughs> the like, <laughs> frame Roger no, Rabbit yeah, yeah. trend. When, when you get little things popping up, like it comes All right, up fair enough. But no. Okay. I knew of its existence. Yeah. Right then. So I've got I've got our plot summary today. Let's see if I can do it in one take. No. It's not gonna work. So when private detective Eddie Valiant, played by Bob Hoskins, is hired to investigate a potential affair by Roger Rabbit, who's played by Charles Fleischer, I don't think I said that right, hired by his employer, RK Maroon, who's played by Alan Taverne. He discovers some damning evidence leaving Roger distraught. The next day, Marvin Acme, played by Stubby Kane, the now discovered sugar daddy of Jessica Rabbit, Jessica Rabbit, fuck, Rabbit. Roger, Roger Rabbit's <laughs> wife, who played by Kathleen Turner, is dead, and all signs point to Roger being the only killer. It's Eddie Valiant's job to then protect Roger from... T- Roger? Fuck, this has really gone bad. <laughs> We're going to keep going. From Judge Doom, played by Christopher Lloyd, until he finds out the truth behind the murder. Whoa. It makes it sound way more high, brother, than it actually is. It's a film with cartoon animals in. Yeah, uh, you are right. It does make it sound bad. <laughs> the uh, budget was approximately $70 million, which is really, really high for the 80s. Probably partly due to the fact you had to pay off Disney and uh, Warner Brothers to allow to have the same animated characters in the frame, which is the, yeah. la- the first and last time that's happened since. Yeah, because they, just w- they wouldn't let it happen today. No, far <laughs> too much money. And it made... $351.5 million. How much? $351.5 million in the box office. That's actually really good. That's a massive I mean, profit. you'd think it would be from a Warner Bros. slash Disney yeah. film. But when I watch it, it doesn't... When you watch it and don't know, that's like, how did this make so much more money? <laughs> because of... Because of... He was love for Eddie Valiant, still. Lovable Eddie alcoholic. Valiant. Who's oh. <laughs> probably quite dodgy, actually. <laughs> Likes and dislikes. Likes and dislikes, indeed. As always, we shall start with the likes. Do you have many likes for this film, Alfred? Uh, actually, more than more notes than we had last you. week on uh, Weird Science. I put that I actually found the mix of live animation and reality was pretty decent for the time. I was, like, really impressed it was, by like, it. I was trying to actively scrutinise it at the start to try and find any, like, sort of really shoddy cuts. But honestly... Yeah, but you can't. It's. I mean, there's probably is some moments we well, missed over, but generally it was like this is not. It's not done badly at all. The acting of uh, Bob Hoskins alongside uh, Roger the Rabbit, who isn't surprisingly there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like, really well done. That's the hardest part of some of the like, especially when it's going to be an animated film like that. Yeah. You, you can't have it. So it's like in films like E.T., the alien was still there because mm-hmm. it was a prop, <laughs> or a lot of it was a prop. You can see it. You can yeah. actually act to something. You can act in. Like, they might have just been it. like a little piece of cardboard. <laughs> that <laughs> that would have been like, hilarious. I had to like talk to. <laughs> Imagine Bob Hoskins carrying on a cardboard cutout and just staring at it every time. Yeah, that'd be horrendous. I quite like. I mean, I wonder if this is the bit you didn't like, but just the four minutes of Looney Tunes at the beginning. Or yeah, like that at the start. Know, I was like, if, like if Roger this is Rabbit. the entire film, I'm going to be so fucking pissed because <laughs> it's like so boring. And then when it broke it, and I was like, oh man, I like so that's this. What I, mean. I enjoyed the fact that like this short, because I was like, oh, what's going on here? Because I yeah. knew I knew that it was set in like the real world. Yeah, no, I had no I, idea. So like, I was like, oh, how are they going to like, you know, 
spin this. And mm. I realised that like, they were the actors. Yeah. And the baby started going, oh, you need to get your dick <laughs> right, Roger. <laughs> In like a broad accent as well. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, I did. Uh, I put like making the animated characters like actors. That's yep. what I mean. Like it makes it like because most of the animated characters, I guess, the ones who live in Toontown, yeah, are all like actors, and they're like, mm-hmm. uh, like you know, it's a funny way of looking at it, isn't it? Was it was it Maroon the one who owned them? I can't remember which one. Oh, created, no, no, uh, there were so was, many different names. Okay, <laughs> Maroon was the owner of Maroon Cartoons. Oh, okay, yeah. lovely rhyming there. Yeah, and uh, Marvin Acme was the one who. That's it. It's like kind he, of on Toontown. Yeah. Which I'm assuming means, did he make it? Because how do you own Toontown? <laughs> I don't know. So a lot can't, of It can't have always been there then? No, I wouldn't have thought so. It's a, uh, yeah. I, I also thought it's a really interesting idea for the time. It's a funny way of taking a spin on a, a murder mystery and making it with cartoon characters. Yeah, apparently it was supposed to be a lot darker than it was. So yeah, the, the I original don't think that people, The original people who wrote it, wrote it like quite grim. All right. And, like, but with animated characters. Yeah. Because they thought that was really funny. And I kind of I would think that's really funny, but then I think Disney and that looked at it and were like, "We can't have it that bad." Yeah, the, a kid can't <laughs> see because, Mickey Mouse on the poster. Do you know what the original? I think I think was a book or there's quite or a few yeah, books. Yeah, the original thing, which it, it apparently has like it's based off that, but also has nothing to do with it. Yeah, it's called Who Censored Roger yeah, Rabbit? That was it. So it's like it's like kind of a bit as well, isn't I know, it? I don't. I don't. It's kind of a bit fitting considering like they had to change a lot of things yeah, to try and make true. it. <laughs> plausible and actually marketable yeah but again interesting idea for the time I thought the the Toontown scenes were really impressive for the time because the amount of different drawn elements inside yeah. of that one thing and for all Eddie Valiant doesn't really yeah, perfectly like, like I'll say the cartoon characters in Los Angeles look a lot better yeah, than which... Valiant in Toontown because obviously that's like full-on special effects and green screen yeah. of, like, the entire background. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, they do it pretty well for what it is. Honestly, Like, yeah. when he's holding onto the flagpole at the top and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that didn't look too bad, I also said, uh, that's what I really liked. A lot of the attention to detail mm, the I movie agree, gave, yeah. which, um, where is it? Where did I put it? Um, oh, yeah, so the attention to detail, especially when uh, Roger goes to the office and Valiant's brother, I can't remember his name. Teddy. Teddy, his chair hadn't been sat on and Roger put his hand on it, and there's yep. a massive dust imprint where mm-hmm. his hand's been. And I'm like, that's something you really could have just skimmed over. Yeah. But in but to put the story, they were like, it has to be dusty because obviously Valiant hasn't wanted to touch it since his brother's died. Mm-hmm. But then they've made it so that the handprint shows, so then it shows it's dusty. No one else I thought it was like a really, you yeah, know, it for was... this type of film, it was quite that really like a small detail to put in. It was very carefully made. You can definitely see that throughout the whole thing. Like you're saying, you're like detail that's put into every scene. Yeah, I think one of my favourite parts of the film was Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. As uh, as Judge, Judge Doom. Doom. I like, Quite just, a cool villain, actually. I mean, Christopher Lloyd, he's amazing. <laughs> one of like the best actors for films like this. Just the lines he has and stuff, and the yeah. way he like, acts them are really good. So when I think it's when he walks into the bar, he just goes, I'm looking for a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> really casually as he and walks his, in. His horrendous white teeth as well. Yeah, what was... what? They're, I don't, they're not his real teeth. I'm sure they're not his real teeth. I'm presuming it's something to do with the fact that he's... Uh, oh, spoiler alert here. He's a toon. Uh-huh, yeah. And also, the fact this is a toon makes it feel a bit like a slur. I don't know why. Well, I, think, I think that's why they do it. It, it must be why, because thing. it's like they go, he's a toon. It's yeah, like... Yeah, derogatory thing. I think that's... Well, yeah, because... The other thing is saying they're a cartoon. Yeah. But I think so saying a tune is like... 
I, I do like how throughout the whole film as well it is hinted at that Judge Doom is a cartoon because he never blinks in any of the scenes that you'll see him. I didn't His eyes that. are always wide open the whole well, time. Well, I noticed that um, when he spills the barrel, whenever oh, yeah. a barrel is spilled, he, runs. he like totally like backs away from it, mm-hmm. where technically he doesn't need to because I don't think it's harmful no. to anyone except um, the tunes. In the end, Eddie Valiant runs through it in that factory scene at the end. Oh, yeah, so, like, yeah, so the fact right. he steps away from I mean, I just not want to get his shoes like... Oh yeah, donkey, you do. You but kind still, of, I think I glossed over that initially because he's in a bar and everyone else backs away as well. But I think that's because he backs into them, pushes them back. Yeah. So if he's scared, they're all like, "Oh shit!" I think the guy made uh, this. Uh, quite a standout thing for me with like, especially the animation, was the car chase. Yeah, that was with quite the, well with, done. So actually. That, the, the animated taxi, and it didn't look like it was animated. Like no, it, it, it did kind of look right. like it was really happening, and like the backgrounds. Uh, yeah. looked really good. The, the meshing of, as we're probably going to say quite a lot here, the meshing of live animation and actual action, it was like, wow, it's really impressive how they did it and made it look so convinced, well, not convincing necessarily, yeah. but they made it look good. They didn't yeah. make it look overly like shit as we've seen with a few times where they've tried to mix in practical effects. It brings me back to Ghostbusters where we have the uh, the dog jumping across the street and it looks fucking horrendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. you have this and it's like, oh, why couldn't you have done something similar like that? It's it's a film that really like liked its like one liners, I say. Oh yeah. Not exactly because a lot of them were a bit longer. But it's like when he reveals his brothers died, he was like, Yep, my brother was killed by a tune. Dropped yeah. the piano right on his head. <laughs> it's like Terrible. what you're talking about. He, he oh, walks um, ominously up the bar. What's your th- oh yeah. When he goes to I think am I getting this right now? He goes to see Maroon yeah. uh to confront him about this plot that he thinks going mm-hmm. on. And then um, he goes, What up, duck? Yeah. Like like um <laughs> Oh, it's or, um. Is oh, it fuck. Bugs Bunny? Uh, I will it's Bugs double Bunny check. Who says it, isn't it? Uh, that's really bad. I'm pretty sure yep, Bugs, Bunny Bugs Bunny says "What up, duck?" and he says it like a bit of a callback. I'm pretty sure it's uh, Bugs. And Bunny. And then the the lift scene or elevator, if you're American. Oh god, in, uh, yeah. In Toontown, with the Dutch going, "Your floor, son." <laughs> <laughs> After he's fallen down from the ceiling. Yeah. And what was the one? Oh yeah, it's um Valiant when uh. I think they try to search Jessica Rabbit and she has a bear trap. Oh, <laughs> she, has, she has a bear trap like down her cleavage and it's just like nice booby trap. I did like that, I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, the, the dumb as hell jokes that oh, randomly came out. I, just, I know. It, <laughs> it, it, it just had that like daft slapstick feel. To I know because like, the slapstick feel came in with Christopher Lloyd's character when he slipped on the eyeballs. <laughs> So yeah. it's like he was running on them like they're doing oh cartoons, like trying to keep up. Yep. And also when he came in on the zip wire. Yeah. <laughs> Why was it was such a silly thing? Him coming in on the zip wire was just seeing this guy it was in something like else. Ankle length black trench coat, a hunch yeah. and a and He's black quite a fedora. tall man, like he's put us he very, is, yeah. very tall in this and he's got quite a big stature. I just and I also put for the likes the biggest crossover in cinematic history. Literally, it is like the end. Like you know, screw Avengers Endgame. Yeah, screw screw Justice League. Nobody cares like about that, that you know. shit, man. Look at <laughs> the two. Look at all the all the tunes coming together at the end oh to like God, celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> Warner Bros. and Disney all at once. I do also want to say, and I talked to Harry about this once when I was watching it. In one of the end scenes where we get uh, Valiant chasing after Jessica Rabbit, thinking that she's the uh, the perpetrator, the one who's caused all this. And Doctor Doom comes up and shoots him from behind. That sampled in one of my favourite songs, That's That by MF Doom. I was a big fan. It, oh, fu- it threw yeah. me off so much when I heard it. So I was like, I've heard this shit somewhere before. It was great. Honestly, <laughs> that brought the film up in my estimation. I didn't, I didn't know whether I put this in um, the likes and dislikes section. I literally just wrote the words, 
Wards. 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 Brawl gets shot. Yeah. The maroon thing. <laughs> he got shot so much. He got shot three times in the back. And he just came up yeah. like, what is this like, film? Oh, what is happening? What is happening in this it film? It kind of took you out of nowhere, didn't it? How, that gun barrel was so long as well, by I know, the way. It, was the comedic <laughs> thing it of pokes like, around it the fucking curtain. But it it yeah. looks like it's done, but it keeps going and gets longer. It's like, I what's know, going it's on? Just, uh, Telescopic one barrel. One of my favourite things, which I think is really adds to the comedy of it, is um, a freeway and the downfall of public transport is the villain's main plot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such a boring because idea, we've got to remember this is set in 1947, yeah, which is before a lot of the major roads in America were built. I think they were built in like the 50s and 60s, like all Probably, the main, yeah. like we'd call motorways mm. and stuff like that. We have here. So, his main thing is I want to build a freeway yeah. that all cars can go on and off, and like, oh, you can extortionately drive... priced motels and yeah, gas diners stations and, and stuff. Diners. And it's like. And the guy's like, that's never going to happen. <laughs> why would people want that? <laughs> it is great the whole film. It's like, it's like, why would oh. they want that when they can go on the public transport for a dime? Ah, well, I bought the public transport company so I could stop it. It's such a dumb motive, but it kind of works at the same what, time. What What is the motive? I know. It's like when he said it, I was like, is this really the motivation we've been leading up to? It's the it's fact that he wants to build a road. Only revealed at like the last 10 minutes of the entire film as well. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, yeah. Because, yeah. I don't have any. <laughs> it's such a strange film, honestly. I guess if we move on to the dislikes then. Yeah. Um, one of the main ones for me is this is something Bagger's brought up a lot about the film. Who was animating at those studios and was such a creep <laughs> that decided to animate Which one is these? Jessica Rabbit oh, right, okay. like that? See, and I that's... know they make a joke about it, but I just find it so it's, weird. It is kind of weird, the sexualization of it. It's also kind of bad at the start, you know, when they break character at the beginning. And uh, baby Herman walks away underneath that woman's skirt and yeah. looks up the woman's well, skirt. Well, it's as he like walks it's under. like when he's in the pram and stuff later on. He's like, you know, go get me a thing. Uh, what is what do they call it? Oh, what is that thing that they call? It's like not oh. dame. It's what they call them. Uh, I can't remember. Might be I dame. can't remember anymore. But it's um, you know, she, she like slaps them and stuff, and he's yeah. like as they move away, and I just. Baby Herman causing issues. I mean, but, yeah. I did find Baby Herman smoking really funny. <laughs> yeah, his baby in a pram smoking a massive cigar. <laughs> He's it's like, I hilarious. don't think Roger could have been, could have been nothing capable of those murders. No, <laughs> we, like... go, we go way back, him and Roger. Yeah, we go way back. <laughs> and then the fact he starts crying. <laughs> yeah, oh God. But yeah, oh. the uh, the drawing of Jessica Rabbit was uh, a bit of a weird choice, I'll be honest. I know, because they have a joke with it as well. There's actually a joke where he, like, lifts his head up and his head hits the... I just... I just... I know, because it's supposed to be the, the comedic fact of it, like, she's the most attractive woman possible yeah. going out with Roger Rabbit. She's a cartoon! She's not real! But, and you've got these real-life guys know, going... these <gasps> real-life guys looking at them like, I just... Oh, just bro, and I, then I've thought about it. She's not there when they had to film that. No. <laughs> so, they're all staring at thin air going... <gasps> It's like the scene as know. well where... Uh, I just what? thought... I mean, it, it does show, like... I mean, you still get what we call, like, um, the male gaze now, mm -hmm. which is, like... Gaze is in sight, not yeah, yeah, homosexuals. Yeah, yeah like, it's sexualizing women for, like, the gratification of the male, straight male or lesbian audience. Yeah. But they didn't really think of lesbians back then. Sorry. <laughs> 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 but it's, like, the scene where he, he leaves his office and there's the woman bent over in the pram and it just, like, lingers. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. It's, like, you know... And then she lets Baby Herman in the oh, pram. Babe, what is he doing? Baby Herman. Um, yeah. 
I also put like down because that film's a PG. Yeah, how did they get a PG? And I didn't film? look at how what, if it was rated any different when it came out. Yeah. Um, I'll, but how? And, and the reference I put down here was pat a cake. Yeah. Because that does not. I, sound I, I know, good. like parent and guardian. That's what it means. Yeah. It means you should watch this, and it's their discretion that you should watch this. But still, a PG basically means this is like you know kids film like you know you should but that scene <laughs> yeah i don't know the film has some weird that's the only thing i kept battling with myself whether i liked the film in a way of its tone or not it's because strange isn't it i liked it because of how stupid it was yeah but and like how silly it was in this murder mystery cartoon vibe yeah but then i also was like this just doesn't work sometimes yeah because they make it like too grown up uh-huh. Like, because it's, it's a family like movie, so it's like it has it? the tones of both mm-hmm. both things. I agree, but it it takes it a bit like because obviously if you're watching that as a kid and you're hearing this pie cake thing, you're yeah, not thinking nothing. anything of it. But if you're an adult, you're thinking that's just like the innu- innuendo for something. Yeah. and then he looks in the window and it's like they were playing pie cake and they were actually were. They were actually. Playing but that's like cake. the massive like you know oh, another wife can't play pie cake <laughs> with 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 another man. Yeah, Roger Rabbit sat there crying his eyes out by the fact you. I, I don't know like. Else. We said this about a lot of films, and uh, I don't doesn't mean you shouldn't watch them. It doesn't mean kids can't watch them. Oh, I just no. think sometimes the tone messes up a bit too much. Yeah, because you need to have the themes where it's like an adult theme. But I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's eighties as well. Remember, like yeah. films you get now don't really tend to do that because they want to really stay clear yeah. of any sort of controversy to do with that. But I just think it, it like bounces too much. And another thing I said, which mm-hmm. I really like this scene because I found it really funny. But oh, as right. a child would be genuinely traumatizing. Yeah. Was the judge just murdered a toon at the scene? I don't... How did he do that? Like, because obviously, like, he puts his... He burns them to death. Oh, yeah. In the toon killer thing. Yeah. And he pulls his hand out and it's full of blood. Yeah. Like, toons... Right. Do toons have human rights? No. Because they treat them like people, right? You know? Yeah. Technically. I guess Because, you know, way. they work and they have their own town and they can buy drinks and they can do yeah. all of this stuff. But he picked up a totally innocent toon shoe and just burnt it to death. Yeah. I don't... Judge Judge Doom has some particular thing within Toontown. I remember hearing about it. But again, if you think about it, Toontown's there to keep the toons in one area. I know. I know. It, it <laughs> again, is a bit of like segregation. Like, ooh. But it's but like... Yeah. I don't know. It was just... That was another thing I thought. I thought I really liked it. Uh-huh. Well, I thought it was one of the most horrific deaths I think I've ever seen in a film. Because <laughs> the shoe like, getting burnt. The, the shoe getting burnt to death. Yeah, but it's, it's like it's a bit I weird. really like I watched it. I was like, you realize someone's just been murdered and you've just killed someone oh, yeah. at the scene of the crime. This this uh, tune's just been murdered and he's like, no, that's alright. Um, I I thought it was a bit of lazy writing. I don't know. It's a you know an animated film. Yeah. When the guy's will was in his pocket, like yeah. you could see it in the photo. You could see it in the photo. Literally, the top of his it's in his breast pocket. Yeah, it's something about will. And the top of the thing it says, "My last will and testimony" or something. You I just like, wouldn't. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit strange. I, a lot of it, uh, yeah. Like we said, it's it's a kids' film. It like well, it's, point, it's a, fact and point. I it mean, is a kids' film, but well, the, the it's thing deceptively that points out is We look at these like kids' films, and they're like family films, aren't they? Which is a kids' uh, yeah. film, but I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? I think this is just what kids' films really, are. In general. You look at it and you think that's for kids. Yeah. But people look at South Park and think that's for kids until they actually watch it, just because it's animated. Yeah, I'd probably make the argument that it's the content that's a big difference. Yeah, us. exactly. We don't obviously. have rampant racism in Roger Rabbit. No, no, no. Clear. But I mean, like when people look at things that are cartoons, yeah, your you brain tends to go to 
this is for kids, not a, like adult animation, which that is. Yeah. But I don't know. This one fair, even with like... this, I I would probably say that it is still a kids film. You've got that. Yeah. It's like a lot of like you're saying good kids films where you've well, got then, that yeah, balance I guess between the Looney Tunes an adult and, and stuff a kid enjoying were it. Were made for kids. Yeah. So then putting them back together is that. It definitely was marketed at kids and had the more mature things to keep the adults more. I guess yeah. probably still a bit engaged in the film so they don't just switch off immediately. Things like that did cause a bit of a problem for me was for some reason like the Los Angeles I know it's 1947 oh, yeah. Los Angeles but it just feels empty because I know it's like it's probably oh, yeah, set at all, wasn't but it? it just I don't know there was just something about it like they you only saw people when they wanted you to see people so yeah. like, every time he was outside you'd think it would be like pretty b- big streets and stuff and it just yeah, doesn't true. feel like anything's going on Espe- uh, especially with um, the plot right and I get it's supposed to be dumb. Yeah. But I forgot everyone's names like halfway through the film oh, when yeah. they kept going like Maroon is thingy this then and then they have and then like I was like where is this going? There is because a lot it, of names. It, the, because the the Valiant changed his mind on what was happening about four times in the film and that's obviously because oh, yeah. he found like new evidence. But it wasn't made clear to me like oh, yeah. everything to that that was what was happening. Definitely wasn't concretely built upon. It kind of it washed around quite a lot again, yeah. which is why I feel it was more marketed because because kids aren't gonna worry about the story going around yeah. that much. I also put um, so we said we talked about how the animation was really good in this film. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd's animation as a tune. Oh yeah, no, like scariest one of the scariest things <laughs> just what was that <laughs> it was really strange I, that was probably the one thing I was like yeah this is just a bit weird yeah like, I would have preferred it, they fully animated Christopher Lloyd than just making him have yeah like he got eyes. squished which was also terrifying because he genuinely got like crushed oh, yeah he got pancaked yeah and I thought saw, his head was gonna pop I know exactly that's what I mean you saw his head getting crushed but obviously if you find out he's a toon so he can't, oh, yeah, he can't he, die he, like that he, he reinflates himself I know but I thought why can't you just reinflate him and he'd be animated yeah, so much nicer. that would have been pretty cool. But again, you know, instead of just giving him an animated face that, like, or eyes really, yeah, that looks awful. It was. And an animated massive hammer thing. Uh, but these, to be honest, they do like affect it minorly. Yeah, and I still, I, when I watched thing. it, I still really enjoyed it, and people will too. It's just you got to nitpick for the things that kind of be like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Does that really happen? For, for like, such a big budget thing as well. Yeah. You know? This isn't like. <laughs> it's not a small indie production like with Raiders no. Titanic where we kind of loved it for how shit it was because yeah. it was such a bad film this is something that had such a massive budget and was going to succeed yeah. anywhere so the little nitpicky bits are a bit like oh, it could have been changed just for a slight difference but it yeah. doesn't and like I think I said, think it comes from it. them not wanting to write such a dark story oh yeah definitely but also not, them not like being able to write a murder mystery yeah you're kind of limited <laughs> it's like you're trying to like do this grounded mean tough guy yeah and then you want to put all these comedy aspects in, but then you also then have someone getting burnt alive. And yes, it isn't an actual person, yeah. but it's still like horrific. Oh, and to it's a like, kid, it would is, still be pretty bad. What, what is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> Cement Judge Doom was a really wrong guy. Yeah, and, some, and his character was probably one of the best, and he portrayed it really well. It was oh, yeah. just a bit bit weird, really. I, I get what you mean. The contrast kind of got lost at some points. Although I do think the contrast between Roger Rabbit and Eddie Valiant worked fairly well. Yeah, like the the, the tough guy and then the always wanted to be funny because he's a tune person. Yeah. Really, and then like obviously him lightening up and stuff. God, that yeah. worked really well. <laughs> the uh, musical scene at the end of it Oh, as the well. dance. Where yeah, Eddie Valiant's dancing around. Was it kill them, kill them with laughter? Yeah, the dying of laughter. Dying of laughter, oh, that's God. it. It's so stupid. So, 
I don't have anything else to say. Do you have No, I think that's about sums it up for me. Time for ratings, I guess. Okay, Alfie. What did you rate Roger Rabbit from 1988? So as anyone who might have listened to the last episode, I was much more engaged with this discussion because I I, I paid more attention and enjoyed this more surprisingly, uh, despite my initial sort of not liking how it started. Um, But I've given it a pretty decent six and a half. Six and a half. Okay. It's not too bad. Because I've given it exactly the same score, I've also given it a 6.5, yeah. because I thought, I don't know, it was a good film, I enjoyed watching it a lot more than I thought I would, uh, I way. just thought it really needed to find out what it wanted to do sometimes, oh, yeah. and because I enjoyed it, but I think I enjoyed it because I thought it was really dumb, Yeah, and I mean, that's what people will enjoy it for, but it wasn't like top standard comedy <laughs> of like, oh thing, god no it wasn't, you know, so. I, I don't think it could ever be... A really highly rated film for like six and a half is just sort of yeah. It's like better than the midpoint. It's not bad. Yeah, but it's not like you're not good. You can never approach masterpiece territory with that. Yeah, exactly. Now it's time for the question section, which we fail at. Yeah, every week. Last (laughs) week was uh, the first time I think we've gone nil nil. And it was uh, kind of demoralising, I'll be honest. I need to get my game back up. Like, I thought we were going to be pretty good at these, you know. Like, I thought, we're going to watch the film, uh, we're going to then do, we're going to do, we're going to do the podcast, and we're just going to be like, we'll get some wrong. No, it's just, literally every week, I pretty much get none yeah. right. <laughs> I think once we hit a regular schedule of filming 3-3-3, we'll be able to sort of more in-depth look at the film. I don't think that's ever going to happen. To be fair, <laughs> us two kind of rush watch these films. I think you watched... What, Roger oh, Rabbit last night? Because I, I think I try... I, I don't rush watch them, but it tends to end up like that. Yeah. Because I, I don't want to watch them like the week before because then I will forget everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. But then it ends up me watching it like one the night before and then one the day of we yeah. record it because it's like me trying to remember it. But then there's always something else you happening. You really, isn't it then? Yeah. Right, anyway then. On to the first question from me. Oh. So the end fight scene, if you can call it that, takes place in the Acme factory within Toontown. So, within the factory, there's lots and lots of storage boxes shown throughout the, the oh. final scene. Which of these wasn't a product within one of the storage oh, boxes? Oh, I might get this, actually. Itching powder. Yeah. Squirt flowers. Yeah. Eyeballs. Yeah. Headwigs. Yeah. Clown shoes. Okay, there's a lot here. Oh, banana skins. Only one of them is... Only one of them is fake. That's a lot of options. There's a lot. Right, read them again. Itching powder. Uh-huh. Squirt flowers. Yeah. Eyeballs. Yeah. Clown shoes. Yeah. Headwigs. Yeah. Or banana skins. I don't know, actually. I, I thought I would know it, but off all of those. I, like, I know some of them are definitely there, like eyeballs and stuff. I, yeah, because eyeballs kind of is key to the whole thing, isn't it? Um, I think headwigs. No, it's squirt flowers. Really? I yeah. thought squirt flowers would have been like definitely that's, there. I, that's why I made that up, because I was like, that's more likely not to be there. Damn, okay. So that's... that's but I love how they specify headwigs. Yeah. That's the one thing that I thought might have tripped you up because where else would you get a wig for? Yeah. Okay. Um. One, what was the club Jessica Rabbit performed at oh, called? You're going to know this. Aren't back I? to it, the Ink and Paint Club. Yep, it is the Ink and Paint Club. Oh. See, I thought it was a 50-50 with that. You're either going to have looked it up and like know it or you're just not going to. Yeah. Like, or, like you're going to be totally stumped for I it. I thought you were either going to ask me that one or about the bar that the... I forget her name. His girlfriend works at. Yeah, no, I thought about doing that, but I thought that's rare too because it shows you it loads. It's, it's like the, it's such a long name as well from what I remember. It's the, um, it's to do with train stations it's or something. It's the, I've got it in my notes here, one second. The Pacific Red Electric Car Terminal Bar. 
I don't know why it's quite that long. Yeah, I think they just call it the terminal bar yeah. for short, but it is basically that. Right. Yeah. So as we talked about, Judge Doom's dip, as he calls it, which is such a funny name for it, is used quite a few times throughout the film as a way to kill off the tunes effectively. So he does tell us what the contents of his oh. infamous dip are. So can you tell me what his dip's made of? I can't tell you all of it. I have to tell you all of it. I know if you with, can get a few. I know it's made with turpentine. Okay, if you can get one more of the ingredients, I'll give you it. There's three, by the way, so it's... The only one I... I literally looked at the ingredients yesterday and I remembered turpentine. Yeah. I didn't think you'd ask me. I thought... Uh, is it like glycosal acid or something? There's something like, the, I you don't pulled know. that out your ass? No, but it's like... <laughs> there's some sort of acid I think it said was in there. Okay, so I'll, uh, if you have an official, like, final two things to guess then... Let me know. Okay, I'll just give a guess. Um, carbon dioxide. <laughs> <laughs> turpentine and carbon dioxide. Is that your final answer? Turpentine. Well, that's definitely one. Turpentine is definitely one. I will give you that. Um, toxic waste and bicarbonate of sulfate. <laughs> it's turpentine, acetone and benzene. Which oh, is actually benzene, a, yeah. a funny thing is that this is commonly used to remove ink from drawing cells. So it's kind of an inside oh, joke that it would actually yeah. kill a tune because it removes the ink. I don't know why I looked at this and I looked at it last night, I think, and I remembered turpentine's just stuck in my brain, but not the others. Yeah. Okay, I don't think you'll get this one unless you can definitely remember oh, I'm some not sure specific that. things. Okay. How many people oh, shit. did Roger have to ask to find out where Ed Oh, lived? I wish I'd remembered this now. Um, there was quite a few. Basically, the whole neighbourhood knows you're here, uh, was what he said. See, I don't know if I would have got this, because I... Yeah. I'm going to say there's like five. Is that your final answer? Yeah. It's six. Oof. That's because all right. I can't remember the exact line, but it's like, I asked the I asked the painter, yeah. he didn't know, so I asked the, the butcher, he didn't yeah. know, so I asked the baker, baker so the he gardener, didn't know. So I asked the gardener, thingy, thingy, and then I asked the liquor store owner, yeah, and he knows knew you, it. Yeah. That's the last bit. Okay, okay. That's all right. This is the last question for me, isn't it? Yes. So, there was quite a few versions of the script as we talked about. So, who, in a previous version of the script, was planned to be the main villain? I don't know if you heard that. Something happened upstairs. We'll move on. (laughs) Uh, It may have been a bang. (laughs) The famous Baby Herman, Teddy Valiant, Marvin Acme, or R.K. Maroon? Which one was planned to be? R.K. Maroon. R.K. Maroon? Yeah. It was Baby Herman. In previous Not versions of the script, well. is that, is either, that <laughs> either Baby Herman or Jessica Rabbit were planned to be the main villain. I thought Jessica Rabbit might have been planned to be the main yeah, villain. Yeah, that's, why, that's that. why I didn't put Jessica Rabbit, because I was like, that's pretty obvious. <sighs> yeah, I probably would have said that. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed the baby, like. Yeah. Oh, well, then, I mean, it does make sense, because it it's does, quite a comedic it? villain to have, yeah. like, th- like when he turns around in his chair, stroking his cat. Yeah. It's like it's the baby. camera pans down to show baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like. The chair turns around. You can't see anyone, so it pans down. And there's the baby with his cigar. <laughs> that would be the um, oh, that'd be the post-credit scene if it was made. Yeah, that's the true. You right, know, your last you question, which I don't think you'll get. <laughs> All right, I, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, if you're, if you're still, this. You're, still, you're gonna get one point. I mean, and I'm gonna get none. We're moving up. We're moving up. What Frank Frank Sinatra song does the singing song oh. perform when Eddie is trying to fight Judge Doom? I thought about making one of the questions: Who voices the singing sword? Yeah, I um, knew it was Frank Sinatra. And yeah, I, I knew that from it. hearing it. But I didn't I... know the song until I looked it up. Oh God, it's none. It's none that I've heard from. So I'm gonna have to. I can't tell you. Um, he says the name of the song, and that is Witchcraft. 
Yeah. No, I would never have gotten that. I, I knew it was Frank Sinatra as soon as the song started singing. Yeah, well, it even looks odd. like him, doesn't it? Well, yeah, that's what I mean. But I had to. I looked up the song name. Oh, yeah. That. Oh, I should have checked that. Anyway, that's, that's one point to me. Yeah, this we're, is... We're moving up. <laughs> the, the lead is getting ever larger. Messages, tell us how many you got this yeah, week. Yeah, that'd be good to know, actually. Yeah, we can have another scores. Because I can keep stalking. Must... I can keep track of the, uh, the viewers. No scores. Google. No Google. No. No Google, that's not very fun. So how relevant is it then? Before we... uh, again, it's kind of a hard one. I don't think it's particularly relevant in terms of watching it, it, it's, say, it, yeah. it. gets harder and harder sometimes with these films because oh, yeah. when they don't have like a big existential meaning, yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's not much you can really say about it. Although the fact it's like, it's if you like Looney Tunes oh, yeah. or even Disney characters, it's like one of my favorite, they're just the same. It's the first time you see rivals Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse on screen together because yeah. they were like the two big mm-hmm. like animation things like battling for like the big characters. Yeah. The, what are they called? The, the figureheads almost. Figureheads, yeah, yeah. Figurehead characters like the poster childs. Yeah, exactly. Like, I you found know, out something quite funny about that. There was actually, the reason they're shown in tandem like Mickey Mouse, Bugs Bunny, Donald Duck, uh, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig and uh, Tinkerbell yeah. is because there was an explicit clause that the two Warner Brothers and Disney characters had to have the same screen time. Uh, okay. You couldn't have like one higher than the other because they're both, you know. Yeah, because he's like, g- 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 that's that, that's all, folks. And yeah. then like, then Tinkerbell flicks it away. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It's I quite a funny that thing. But yeah, no, I think if you want, like, it's a good thing in animation for what it is at the, for the time. I would agree, and it, it is quite funny, and it does to a degree stand up now. I'd say. Oh not, yeah, not, not I don't think you could now. do because now it would be like. I think CGI. you'd really be able to see how CGI'd it was yeah. if it was done today, especially if it wasn't on a really big budget. Oh God, like, no. <laughs> if anybody's watched the new um, live-action Little Mermaid, right? Oh, they went for that. like hyper-realistic, like on the crab and okay. like so Sebastian the crab, I think, but like just doesn't look good at all. It looks mm. scary because it's just a crab talking. It's like oh. in the animated version, it's yeah. like, you know, he no, is fun. he's like got movement, you know. Yeah. If you look at the one from The Little Mermaid, it's just a crab and it's it is the scariest thing crab. ever. Why is it's it like, he sings under the sea looking like that. It's just a crab. <laughs> I'm what? sorry, you can't see this and look it up. But <laughs> uh, what on earth? That's so weird. Yeah. Right. Nah, it's a good film to watch if you've got some, some downtime. Yeah, I mean, I'd recommend you should it. watch every film we do, to be honest. Oh, Res Titanic, especially. <laughs> That's very key at the moment if you listen to this, because oh. this will come out two weeks after it's probably all over. Yeah, so well, you'll know whether they at the time of recording this, sadly, a submarine has gone missing. Sadly, uh, near... there are a bunch of billionaires who decided no, to... They, they could still die, Alvin. <laughs> Down with the 1%. Oh, Christ. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not supporting <laughs> the Tory agenda on the 80 Cinema Club. They're not... Oh. <laughs> Oh, God. To be fair, it relates to Rose Titanic. Is, I was going to go pretty thoughtful on it. I mean, they, they are still people at the end of the day, but again, they paid £250,000 to go down this submarine that uses an Xbox controller. Okay. Well, this was a morbid end to this section. It's a, it's a murder mystery film. True. True that. <laughs> Who framed Roger Rabbit? Doom. Doom. Technically. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of people leading up to that. There is, yeah. Three different in between. So, so we've answered your question then, film. We did, yeah. That's it. <laughs> we should just leave it there. We should just <laughs> leave it. it there. That's that. <laughs> no plugs. No, no plugs. No plugs. <laughs> no, so, that was, it was a decent film, to be yeah, honest. It definitely was. Um, you know, enjoyable. Yeah, hopefully. I'm going to say hopefully that last time, because last time I said this, 
it fell through. Oh, yeah, it did. Uh, hopefully next week we should, should be doing Goonies uh, with another guest. I wonder who this will be. Yeah. We'll leave it a mystery. We'll leave it a mystery. Um, hopefully that'll be happening. Uh, we want it to happen. We want it. Um, They've so left we've... us on red though so far. <laughs> yeah, I tried to confirm another you, date with them because some things came up and yeah. they've left us on red. Fantastic. Anyways. You know, we'll have to talk to them. We will. But, so, uh, so the usual plugs there. You can follow us on Instagram, Instagram. Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Facebook that's the um, We didn't say where you can listen to this last time. We did, but if you're listening to it, you know where to you find it. You know where to find it, which is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, Google Podcasts. And I have found out there is loads of third-party ones you can find us on. Podbean. Yeah, Podbean's one. There's literally one that I didn't think just was called podcast listener oh fair and if enough. you just search us up on it it's on there but i think that like piggybacks up everything else anyway but i mean if you listen to us on that then sure there is probably more than we know of honestly, <laughs> in terms of places you there can will be a place right you can watch us but not officially set up by us technically yeah they like branched out through um Spotify we mentioned this last time we do have an email you can reach do, us at yes. if you would like to send us your funny 80s memes <laughs> send us your funny 80s memes i sent memes. harry one the other day about the thing it was quite funny yeah that is uh 80s cinema club at gmail.com what was that one you sent me about the thing wasn't it about some pizza it was about uh, me i think it was oh um if anybody's played on the nintendo wii you used to be able to create them <laughs> me characters. That's what it's from. It's uh, it's the scene from the thing where the guy's stomach erupts and the the the, the thing comes out with his head and it's sticking to the ceiling. So yeah. the me character I created is a child named Farthead being released onto the movie <laughs> plaza. That probably doesn't funny sound movie. as funny when it we talk about it. definitely isn't, but, if but Harry, you know. <laughs> Harry should share it on the, the story. <laughs> no, uh, uh, yeah, that. sure. I'll share it on the <laughs> A similar Club story. Anyway, it's been another fantastic episode of recording. And we will... We will. Well. We will see you next time. Blaster. Goodbye. It's goodbye from me.